everybody. Welcome, welcome to the prayer experience. It's Friday, it's 1pm here in the UK and we are ready to pray. So looking forward to leading prayers today. So good to have you with us. Do share this video so that we can get more people joining us each week to pray for the church, for the nations. And do subscribe to Delhi Talks Media, UK channel uh, on YouTube. It'll do much to help promote these this important work we do here as we pray each day connect with us live to leave your prayer requests praise reports let us know how you're doing we really you know we love to hear from you and just know what's going on there's the prayer experience hotline number you can uh, phone that number and there'll be somebody there to pray for you if you want to pray with somebody in person this Sunday, look, it's Pentecost Sunday, that's May the 28th. So in the church calendar, uh, at, at this time in the church calendar, uh, the, the, the apostles and those first disciples would have been sitting in the upper room and waiting, waiting, waiting for the Holy Spirit to fall. What an exciting time that must have been. And we're still living in those days, aren't we? Now we have the Holy Spirit with us. Amen. Let's begin then. We're going to begin with thanksgiving, as we always do. And my scripture verse I've chosen today is from Psalm 139, verse 14, from the NIV. And it says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Everything the Lord does is to perfection, isn't it? He doesn't make mistakes. Everything he does is simply wonderful. This life we live, this wonderful life. Let's give thanks for our lives now. Let's give thanks to God today for all his amazing deeds, for all he does in our life. Let us praise him for this wonderful life, giving thanks at all times and in all circumstances for all his goodness and all his love. I thank you, Lord, today. I thank you for the sunshine, Lord, warm on my face, for the light and warmth it brings, for the bird's song, Lord, and the gentle breeze. I thank you, Lord, for each new day, each new beginning, every opportunity it affords us to walk a little more closely to you each day. You are my beloved, and I am yours today, Lord. I have no other light or guide than the one that burns in my heart, leading me onwards, nearer into your presence, the place I long to be. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we can meet with you today in the secret place where you are always waiting. I go there now. We go there now, Lord, with a thankful heart. We bow down. I kiss your feet, Lord, those bruised uh, and broken feet. I kiss those wounds, Lord, the wounds that have made me whole. Thank you, Lord, for laying down your life, Lord, that many sons and daughters might walk free from the sacrifice that you made as you hung on that tree, Lord. Merciful Father, beautiful one, more precious than any other. Thank you, Lord, for washing and cleansing me from all my sin. You are my Redeemer. You are my Lord. You are my God. You are my rock. You are the one I adore. I am yours and now and forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you, Lord. Thank you just for being with us now, today, and forevermore. <laughs> amen and amen. Let's move on to the inspired word. Uh, scripture first I've chosen is Acts. Surprise, not surprisingly. <laughs> Acts 2, uh, verses 1 to 4. This is from the New King James Version. It's about the coming, the coming of the Holy Spirit. It says this, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all of one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> they were all filled, just as we are today, with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. This coming Sunday, then, we celebrate Pentecost, the birthday of the church. That's the church calendar now. We're now in that upper room waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit, if you like. Can you imagine the buzz and the excitement? I love that it says that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, it's like it had been arriving in trickles, perhaps, as they waited. And I like that they were all of one accord, all of one mind, all reading from the same page. I believe the one thing that separates the church today from that early church, that first century church, more than anything else, is that they were of all of one accord. There is so much division in the church today. And if the devil can keep the church fighting amongst itself, then he's happy. Not only does division create havoc in the ranks of the church, it also stops the flow and the move of the Holy Spirit. The oil dries up. Psalm 133 says how good it is when brothers live together in harmony. It's like precious oil flowing down from the head. But it's when they live together in harmony that the oil begins to flow. The disciples in Jerusalem were of one accord and they didn't compromise their message either to fit in um, with the current trends and politics of the day. They weren't out there to please people. They were out there to speak the living word of God and give birth to the church. Those first believers spoke the pure, unadulterated word of God and it cut through all the lies, all the deceit, all the pretense and it left people reeling, cut to the quick. And they had a choice to make, as people still do to this day. Reject this new revolutionary life-changing teaching and continue in a life of sin. Or embrace the truth of who this Jesus is and then stand up 
and be counted in, into the church, into the body of Christ. So the day of Pentecost fully came. Sometimes, you know, when I'm in the Word and just delighting myself uh, in his company, in that secret place, I like to imagine myself in that room, in that upper room, that expectation, that excitement. We can do that right now. We can put ourselves in that place just before the Holy Spirit fell. The wind blew. The fire fell. I love what King David says in Psalm 29. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, Sarayan like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord separates the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord separated the flames of fire. And I like to think of God separating out those flames on that day. And those flames coming to rest on those gathered there together. 50 days after he walked out of the grave. Hallelujah. You know, previously he called Lazarus out of the grave. But unlike his friend, Jesus left the grave clothes behind. All neatly folded where they laid his body to rest. You can't keep a good man down though. And Jesus walked out, didn't he? Oh, that holy fire would fall again and set this church on fire. Because we're a church here, aren't we, on this ministry. This is a church, part of the body that we make up. I long for that fire to fall again. You see, I always get the feeling that there's got to be more. That we, the church, are somehow just missing the mark a little. Not firing on all cylinders. And that's not a criticism. It's just a longing for more. More of him in my life. I don't want decaf. <laughs> I don't want fake. I want the real deal. I don't want yesterday's leftovers. I want a fresh baked loaf every day. I don't want to sing myself into a frenzy singing chorus after chorus until my head begins to spin and I experience some kind of accidental, transcendental trip and call it a move of the Holy Spirit. No, I want Holy Spirit to come and take me by surprise, to catch me off guard as I go about his business. Not my business, but his for everything we do should be about him or again like those expectant souls in the upper room sitting down praying sharing their food their lives their stories their hearts their hopes in obedience to what he had said and there and then be overcome by the power of his presence and filled with the resurrected power of Jesus, that we, like him, might go out and do the things that he did. 
That's what it means to be a disciple. To watch and to learn and to emulate all the master is and does. Becoming more like him every day. And doing the works that he did. Wow. He said, you will even do greater works than I. And that amazes me. Holy Spirit, only you can make that a reality in our lives. And I pray, Lord, you do it now, even today. Amen. Let's just spend some time then in prayer and reflection as we think about what happened that day over 2,000 years ago when the Holy Spirit fell in that place, coming like a rushing wind, a mighty fire. Thank you, Father, that you're here now with us, Lord, that you came and you've not gone away, that we're still now filled with your Holy Spirit. I pray for every believer on this platform right now, Lord, that you would fill each soul, that you would set each soul on fire again once more, Lord, today, Lord, that we would be lifted up into your presence, Lord, that we would be with you now and forevermore, Lord, that we would do even greater things, as your word says, Lord, than even you did, that we would lay hands on the sick and see them healed, Lord, that we would preach out your word, Lord, with authority, the authority that comes from our relationship through knowing you Jesus, I pray, Father God, the Holy Spirit would comfort all those who mourn today. Father God, I pray that you would lead us and guide us and comfort us and teach us, Lord. Help us move in the gifts, Lord, that you've made available to us, Lord. The wonderful gifts of the Holy Spirit. But more importantly, Lord, I ask that you help us, Lord, display the fruit, Lord. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, kindness, self-control. Thank you, Father, that you're here with us now. Thank you, Lord, for this time of fellowship and prayer. Amen and amen. We need to move on. And uh, I think we're going to pray for the church uh, next. And uh, my scripture verse is from Ephesians 5.27, NKJV again. It says this. That he might present her, who's her, the church, to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Oh, that's a true picture of the church. His word tells us that we are indeed his glorious ones in whom is all his delight. I look at the church uh, around the world, at all the different denominations and the hidden churches where persecution is a daily threat. Churches complying with the world's way of thinking that compromise the message of God. I see churches putting forward the hyper-grace message, prosperity being the main focus. And I see churches pressing on towards the goal as well and reaching out to this fallen world. For this is what we were called. Some are shining brighter than others. I picture the world in darkness with these pockets of light emitting from his saints. So help us, Lord, then. Help us, Lord, from whatever denomination, from whatever church we're in, Lord. Help us, Lord, shine brighter 
in these days. You know, without that precious oil, the lamp goes out. Lord, we pray then for your blessed church today. Help us, Lord. Be the church, the ecclesia that you have called us to be. That churches, congregations, denominations would learn to live together without anger or dispute, lifting up holy hands. Thank you, Father, reaching out in love one to another, regardless of our differences. Let the message of Jesus be preached everywhere in these difficult days. You know, we saw earlier in the inspired word how those early believers came together in one accord, sharing all, giving all, living together, praying together, lifting up Jesus in their midst and doing his will. Lord, then we pray for the churches today to strip everything back and focus on the message of salvation to return, if necessary, to the cross, to repent, to make herself ready for what is to come. We pray, Lord, for a spirit of unity descent to descend on us, that we too might learn to work together, to live together under the banner of your love. He brought me to his banqueting table. And his banner over me is love, says in the Song of Songs. That we might be that glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that we might be holy and without blemish. So, Lord, purify our hearts today, that we might be holy, Lord. Sanctify our souls, Lord, as we turn away from everything that displeases you. Wash us clean, Lord, and cleanse us from all our iniquity, that we might be your spotless and pure bride. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. We're going to move on. We're going to pray for the nations. Scripture verses from Matthew 24, 38 to 39. It's from the New King James again. It says this. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. <laughs> so much time they had to prepare and yet they were so taken by surprise. Because they weren't listening. They weren't hearing. They couldn't see what was about to come. The world is in such a similar state and place today the message is going out prepare prepare yourselves for the lord is coming reach out you know only the ones that entered the ark were saved eight in all 
and only those that call on the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved at the end of the day. And the day draws nearer. Judgment day. And so we pray, Lord, for the nations today, for men and women everywhere. I want us to pray for global revival. Let's pray, let's pray for all those lost souls in every land and every tribe and every nation. We pray, Lord, for the young and the old. We pray for men and we pray for women. We pray this day for those lost souls who don't know who they are. are so confused. We come against the deceiving spirit that wishes to destroy families and young lives. That, you know, wishes to rob men of their masculinity and women of their femininity. Wake up the teachers, Lord, in our schools, I pray today. Wake up the school counsellors to what is really going on in our schools. Lord, in our world, forgive us, Lord. Teach us your ways, O oh God, and lead us on a straight path. Lord, today we pray for our local governments. May they lead with wisdom and integrity, always seeking to do what is just and what is right. We ask that you would give them the strength and courage to serve our communities, Lord, with honour, integrity and respect, Lord. May they always seek to do your will, and act in the best interests of the people they are there to serve. They give them servants' hearts, Lord. We too, Lord, pray for the, our businesses and economy of our uh, nations, Lord. You are the God of abundance and we pray for our businesses and therefore for the economy. May they thrive, Lord. And prosper. And may your people be blessed with financial stability and security. We ask that you would give wisdom and insight to those who are leaders in our economy too. Guiding them in making the right decisions. Decisions that will benefit everybody. May our businesses be guided uh, too with honesty and integrity. And may they always seek to do what is right. I want us to just quickly pray for our schools and students. Omniscient one, we pray for our schools and students. May they be places of learning and growth and wisdom where students are able to gain the knowledge and skills they need to succeed. We ask, Lord, for a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit on our schools and universities and places of education. For well, these are tomorrow's leaders, Lord, so we lift them up to you right now. We ask that you would give wisdom to teachers and administrators, guiding them in their work and empowering them to make a positive impact in the lives of their students. May all your children always seek your face and be guided by your truth, Lord. Amen. We pray for all our nations, Lord. We pray that they get on board, Lord, before it's too late. Amen and amen. We finish then with, uh, by, as we do, with healing prayers. My scripture verse is Jeremiah uh, 32, 
27. It says this, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there, <laughs> I love this, is there anything too hard for me? I think not. And so, Father God, we just lift up now all those who are sick, Lord. All those who are ill in their bodies, Lord. We do pray for divine healing. We pray for Anne, Lord, our dear sister Anne, who is so much on the men. We thank you for that recovery, Lord. And we just pray that you continue to strengthen her, Lord. Fill her with your Holy Spirit today, Lord. Heal those bones, Lord. Give her a new lease of life, Lord. We pray for Roy and Marion, Lord. We often lift Roy and Marion up, Lord. And we just pray that you continue to, to, to do that work in their lives, Lord. That you strengthen them, Lord. That you fill them too with your Holy Spirit. We pray for uh, Pastor Shazad's wife. And I, I've heard that she's not well. And we want a whole, Lord. So we lift her up to you. We pray your hand upon her. Lay your hand upon her, Lord. Hem her in before and behind, Lord. Surround her, Lord, with your love and healing touch. We reach out now, Lord. We lift up those holy hands and pray healing over her life. And we pray too, Lord, for all those who are heavy in spirit today. All those who are bereaved today. That you would comfort, Lord that you would put your peace in their hearts and in their lives, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for all your goodness and all your love and all your tender mercies. We thank you that you've been with us today, Lord. And I think, yeah, I think, I think we're done. I think we're out of time. So we praise you, Father. We say hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers. And thank you, everybody, for joining with us uh, um, it's just so good. It's just so good to pray together, isn't it? Do remember to pray and subscribe, sorry, to the free audio podcast so that you can listen again to, to prayers that have gone on this week without any kind of distraction. Uh, that's just a good thing to do, you know, put those headphones on and pray again. Thanks for joining us today. We're back tomorrow, Saturday, so that will be 6 p.m. tomorrow. So we look forward to seeing you all then. So have a great weekend and God bless. Bye-bye.
Like, oh.